You're listening to the Baby Your Baby podcast, where we talk all things pregnancy, children, and parenting. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health. Welcome to the Baby Your Baby podcast. We're taking a different tone with our podcast. We are going to help our dads and partners and of course our moms too, but this is all about what those dads and partners need to know when mom is getting ready to have that baby. So we have nurse midwife and women's health nurse practitioner at Intermountain Altaview's women's specialist, Holly Wharton here. Holly, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are excited. We've got some good stuff to get yeah. to. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the background. When your partner is getting ready to give birth for the first time, dads or significant others may not know what to expect or how to be involved or even wonder how much their being involved makes a difference. Studies prove that when fathers or partners are involved before, during, and after baby's birth, there are numerous benefits to the mom and the baby. So, Holly, talk to us a little bit about the father or slash partner involvement. Many benefits come along with this involvement. So not only do they have a sense of empowerment, they don't feel that that helpless feeling of just being in the room, not being involved. This sense of empowerment can be wonderful um, with a start of fatherhood. We actually, research shows us that we have, uh, the mothers will have increased rates of prenatal care, so they'll attend prenatal, um, prenatal care sooner and more regularly. We'll have reduced anxiety for both mom and partner. Um, decreased risk of postpartum depression for both mom and partner, which is wonderful. Lower amounts of perceived pain during labor, which mm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during the antepartum period when mom is pregnant, we actually see reduced amounts of smoking and alcohol abuse. So involvement, I mean, it just it's so beneficial for both mom and, and partner. And then also for infant mortality. We do see um, decreased rates of infant mortality and preterm labor, preterm delivery when the partner is involved with the care. And one of the ways to get the partner involved is taking one of those pre-labor and delivery classes together. Yes, yes, they're awesome. So Intermountain Healthcare does offer a one time a week. You can come on a Saturday, learn all about what to expect, um, plan for the hospital, kind of know exactly what you're getting into and you kind of have a game plan there. Uh, and then, or they also have a during the week in the evening, you can do something like that as well. It's a nice way to get the partner involved, get you guys off started on the right foot. Uh, Holly, tell us, what do these classes cover? So they're going to cover what to expect when you go into labor and delivery. Um, kind of exactly, you know, as far as dilation being checked, pain control options, uh, what to expect timing-wise. Well, when women go through labor, it's not just, you know, deliver one, two, three, all the way to ten, and then push baby out. It's significantly longer than that, more <laughs> yeah, details. I wish we could sum it up and I have it be just in that could. 30 seconds. Yeah, and in an under six-hour period would have been amazing, too. But <laughs> right. the, the reality is labor can be 12 to 24 hours. I mean, sometimes up to 48 hours, mm-hmm. depending on what number baby this is. And so mm-hmm. to understand the stages of labor is really important, to understand that this isn't going to be just a a fast food type thing where you go in, have a baby and come out, it can be long and exhausting and you really need to prepare for that. So it kind of gets you started off that way. Yeah, no burger being produced. You get a burger afterwards. That's so Yes, right. absolutely. Yeah. Well-deserved burger <laughs> right. for both partner and mom. Right. Okay, <laughs> once we get to labor, what are 10 things labor partners can help with? You don't have to go through all 10. What are the, the top ones in your mind? Okay, so definitely we want 
partners, husbands and partners, to be involved in the care. So advocate for your wife or your partner. Get to know the staff really well. Uh, you are an essential part of that team. So get to know them. Ask your questions. Come with questions if you have them. Write them down in advance. Um, you know, you want to support uh, your spouse or partner in any way you can. So massage, ice chips, these are all beneficial ways you can help with counter pressure, so pain relieving techniques, amazing things that, that uh, partners can do to help. Um, Making her comfortable, yes, support her. Yes, mm -hmm. um, you know, epidurals and unmedicated, it's not just black or white. I mean, mm -hmm. we can do counter pressure and position changes and, and birthing balls and uh, water immersion and all these things uh, partners can help with. Um, and they don't necessarily have to say or do anything. Sometimes just sitting at the bedside and holding her hand, mm -hmm. you know, not in a corner on a cell phone, which I understand it's a long, exhausting time and sometimes we need to just have a break. But just sitting next to her and being there, um, you know, watching a show together or asking questions or talking about mm -hmm. your anxieties and, you know, going through the process. Um, when it's time to push, you know, offer to hold a leg. That's a great thing to do. You can cut the umbilical cord. I know partners mm -hmm. really get excited about that. But not only that, you know, you can help with the delivery. Spouses, partners. Right. Absolutely. I had a father come in the other day, and he didn't think he could do anything. He sat in the corner. He planned to cut the cord, and that was it. And I said, no, no. You can do skin to skin with your baby. Oh, yeah. You know, not only can moms do skin to skin, it, it, it regulates your baby's heart rate, mm -hmm. it regulates their temperature, it starts the bonding process. Such good benefits. Yes! Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, so, but fathers, partners can be involved with that as well. And then just the delivery of the baby. And the miracle! Yeah. Right. Well, they can sit back and enjoy that miracle for sure. <laughs> well deserved. <laughs> but they can be involved in the whole process. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can help with the delivery, um, sit back and relax, take a nap. They're exhausted too. And that mm -hmm. should be recognized that not only mom is exhausted, but partner has been through quite a lot in these past nine months as well. So they deserve some credit as well. And the also encouraging and supporting through each stage of labor. Sure, yeah. It can be frustrating. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you, you, you kind of expect to dilate, you know, one every couple of hours and when that doesn't happen or things mm -hmm. change, you have to be open to that change. Mm -hmm. You know, come with your birth plan, but really understand that things can change and at the end of the day, healthy mom, healthy baby is what we want, but we want a healthy partner as well. So just kind of, you know, we'll work with you, good communication between yeah. the partner. Um, with the staff, your provider, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Be open to the change. Sure, open yeah. to the change. Mm -hmm. Things happen. We can't control right. Mother Nature. We go Absolutely. into it with this ideal. We plan for this one day or sometimes a couple days. Mm -hmm. um, but things can change. And just be open to it, but know that, that we're in it together and we're going to get through it together and, you know. Yeah. So okay, so Holly, what about dads and partners? Which is they know about the postpartum period? What are the key things you would say you need to know this about postpartum? Sure, sure. So, the most important thing I say is mental health. We don't talk yeah. about mental health very much right. in this world, especially mm -hmm. in Utah. You know, mm -hmm. mental health is a big thing. Um, I like people, both partners, to know what what to look for. So the first two weeks of the postpartum period, you get baby blues. If you see a tire commercial and start crying in the first two weeks, that's strangely normal. Um, after the two-week period, having those ups and downs, um, you know, not normal anymore. So two okay. weeks is kind of a flexible period. But after that? Um, after that, not okay. okay. If you're isolating yourself, if mm -hmm. you're not wanting to hold baby, you're avoiding mm -hmm. social situations, you're going to be fatigued. That's mm -hmm. normal. But if you're irritable, you're, you're, no, you're not eating, um, you're, you're having feeling a disconnect. Right. That's okay. not normal after okay. two weeks for sure. Okay. Um, ever having any thoughts of hurting yourself or anyone else. You know, mm -hmm. these are things that we need to screen, not just the moms, but the partners as well for 
as well. So look for that. Um, and then, of course, infection. You always want to look for infection, body aches, fever, severe abdominal pain, heavy bleeding. That's for mom, obviously. Yes, for mom, right? yes. Those and are but, things but that partner, partner should be looking yes, for and helping partner with this should, too. Partners should be aware of those symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be an overwhelming filming. So a teamwork of kind of taking care of, of, of mom and, and what she's going through is important. Um, and with their breastfeeding, definitely look out for pain mm-hmm. in the breast, redness. You're going to be at increased risk for mastitis. So... You know, oh, yeah, that's that's a miserable. Yes, that it is, is miserable, and so many it's women awful. deal with that. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So no, breastfeeding can be the easiest thing for people. It can be the hardest thing. Right. So you know, doing that again as a team, mm-hmm. um, mom and dad together, mom and partner together as a team, just kind of know what risks to look for. You know, what symptoms to look for to call for help on. Okay, we just want to remind our viewers that are listening or that to this podcast that you know the number one thing: be aware of mom's physical health, also mental health, equally as important. Holly's kind of been going over those highlights with us. Uh, the six-week recovery period can be challenging physically and mentally. And Holly, that's because the body's still healing and adjusting to everything it's been through. Right. Sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. the physical exhaustion, the emotional exhaustion, the up and down hormones. Um, you know, many times women will experience almost menopausal symptoms. They'll mm-hmm. wake up with these hot flashes. Just their hormones are adjusting, their milk is coming in with the breastfeeding if that is their choice for that. There is a lot of adjustment that comes with it. So you're in it together. You're in it together, mm-hmm. right? Be a team. Okay, seven things dads and partners can do during postpartum recovery. You kind of went over a couple of these, but I like number one, encourage mom to sleep when baby sleeps. Yes. You don't get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the first baby, definitely, but even with future babies, if it's your second, third, fourth baby, you know, you want to nap when baby naps. Yeah. It's not the time when baby takes a nap to go do a load of laundry. Be clean in the house. Exactly, exactly. You need to be holding the baby. You take care of baby. You mm-hmm. and baby, I tell mom, you take, you're responsible. Mm-hmm. I tell mom specifically and, and dads and partners. You are responsible for taking care of yourself and your baby. And that's it that's for these it. next six weeks. You need to get help where you can, offer help, even if it's just taking the other kids out of the house mm-hmm. so you can take a nap. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else coming over, don't let them hold the baby. Let them do a load of laundry. Let them make some dinner. You know, and then maybe they can hold the baby. You can take a shower, take a nap, but make sure you're taking care of yourself first. Holly, that's such good advice. Yeah, you said offer a holder, watch the baby, so mom can do some of those things. Shower, take yeah. a nap, Every right? Once in a while, we want to do that. Yeah, we, we clean ourselves, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> okay, how about also just, you know, being there in terms of like massaging your shoulders, yes. carrying the baby. I mean, it is alone after it is. delivery. It is. Your body's worn out. Yeah. After delivery, women have a tendency to be very sore in their lower back. All the mm-hmm. pushing, the laboring, that's common. But if they start, when they start breastfeeding, whether it's breastfeeding or bottle feeding, you're going to start to notice upper back pain at that point because you're looking down at your baby constantly. So yeah, a nice little massage, you know, um, taking turns feeding the baby. You know, mm-hmm. if mom's breastfeeding, yeah. you can pump some milk. Right. And you can feed a bottle so Absolutely. she can get a slightly larger block of sleep. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and that helps with bonding too. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not just doing favors for her, but you're, you're, it's something good for the partners to be involved in the child care as well. We're setting them up for success as a, as a, as a parent. As a family, yeah. Yeah. Learn to help with dressing, bathing, and diapering. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. active role. Yeah. And you also mentioned the housework or older children, and then maybe just preparing some meals. Yeah. Anytime a someone, thing. it is a huge thing. Anytime someone offers to make food, mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. say, oh, that's so sweet. We're okay. No, you take it. <laughs> yeah, take the food. Stick it I in like the freezer. Yes. <laughs> Stick it in the, we can pile it up in the freezer. Uh-huh. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Never say no to right. those Exactly. Like no. So we had a fun thing when we had first had our son. 
Uh, my husband and I did inputs outputs. Uh-huh. So I fed that baby yeah. and he changed every diaper. I love so it. he was up every time I was feeding, he was up getting ready to do the diaper change right after. I love it. So we call it inputs outputs. Inputs yeah. outputs. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. You know, my husband and I had the exact same plan. Mm-hmm. So it would be if I'm gonna be waking up and yep. I'm gonna be breastfeeding this baby, yep. he would say, Okay, I'm gonna wake up when the baby wakes up. I'm going to change their diaper, mm-hmm. I'll burp them, I'm going to hand the baby yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. You feed the baby and when you're done. I'll burp him again. I'll get him back to sleep. It was teamwork. It was teamwork. It was, and we felt like we were in it together. Because you, you know? are, and we're uh, yes, mm-hmm. we yeah. are. And, and there's we, some bonding going on between you two. Yes, as well. if you can get through that, it strengthens strengthens your relationship for sure. It's so true. <laughs> it's so true. But hey, let's not forget too that dads and partners need a break too. They do. And I like some of do. these statistics we have here. Ten point four percent of new fathers experience depression compared to 4.8% of the general male population. This is a hard time for dads and partners, too. It is, it is. And you know, it does, it doubles the risk. Uh, It does double the risk, even more so if a woman is suffering from postpartum Mm -hmm. depression during the first 12 months after birth, the parent, the the spouse or partner is actually at a 24 to 50% risk of having depression themselves. Mm -hmm. So if we get a woman who comes in and we diagnose her with postpartum Mm -hmm. depression, we need to look at the partner as well. There's a high chance that they're suffering from it as well. There's something going on there. But you know, all these numbers with men, they're underreported. You know, Mm -hmm. men, you know, men are kind of programmed to not talk about mental health, especially it's a weakness for them. You know, Mm -hmm. they're, they're trained to do this. So when we say 10% of men and 5% of the general population, these numbers are very low. That's underreported. Mm-hmm. There are far greater numbers on that. I'm positive of it. So, so moms who are listening right now, if you have a partner that is experiencing some of these symptoms, anxiety, sleep disturbances, fatigue, irritability, sadness, changes in appetite, and just thoughts of harming self or baby, Holly, what do they need to do? They need to give their provider a call. Mm-hmm. You know, in, an, in, a, in a situation where they ever have any thoughts of hurting themselves or other others, they need to go directly to the emergency department. Now, that's not because, you know, we're at risk, we're worried about something severe happening, although it's a, it's a possibility, mm-hmm. but at the emergency department, you have all the mental health services immediately available. You call us, we might be able to get you hooked up with someone in a couple of days, but for, but if you're having thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, you need to go straight, straight to the emergency department to seek care right away. Because the resources are there. Yes, but you know, if you see it coming, let's have a discussion about it, mm-hmm. you know? And when you come, when we have postpartum visits with our moms, Partners need to come too. We need to talk to everybody about this and understand that these are all normal things that you're going through and just know that there is hope because I am happy to write a prescription or set up counseling for partners as well as the mothers if they're going through these these problems, these concerns. Yeah, and we're talking post right now, but take us, you know, kind of pre-labor, pre-delivery, all that. I mean, do as much as you can before too, right? Educate yourself, go to those classes, whether it's breastfeeding, bringing home a newborn baby, or just the childbirth. Right, there are so many opportunities. In Intermountain Healthcare, we have a list that we give Mm -hmm. moms now at their new OB appointment all the classes that they can take, whether it's um, your siblings learning how to welcome a new baby, Mm -hmm. um, your partner, a breastfeeding class, labor classes. There are so many different options that we offer our patients on the first visit so they can get settled with those those classes right away. It really helps to start. You know, we plan for this delivery. Everyone just works towards this one day, and there's not a lot of time spent into, well, what happens after, you know? That's exactly how I was. I was so ready for delivery that I realized I didn't know what I was doing when I brought home a new baby. You know, four younger sisters. I thought, I know what to do. I know how to do this. Well, it's a little different when you're the mom. Right. <laughs> I didn't realize right. all the work my mom was doing. I know. You know? It's exhausting. It's mm-hmm. anything you can do to prepare for it. You know, people, they paint their nurseries. They buy their, their cribs and their, and their car seats. 
But yeah, there's a lot of mentally you need to prepare for this. Emotionally, you need to prepare for this. You need to know what to look for and, and signs to watch out for. Yeah. All right, Holly, thank you so much. We want to end on this yeah. note that fathers and partners provide a unique dynamic and important contribution to their families. They have their own unique way of parenting and the benefits of having them is just wonderful. It's amazing for everybody involved. Okay, Holly, thanks so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for joining us for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic you would like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV 2 News podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.